0: everyone and a warm sunny day welcome to menopause the good the bad and the downright sweaty i'm diane Danzibrink, and as ever i'm here with my gorgeous co-host the lovely sophie claus hello
1: everyone um right so it's been a very very busy week the last week um diane has just showed me what she's been up to and my immediate question was, are you feeling very tired? <laughs> but it has been a very exciting time. It has been an exciting time, yes. So did you want to fill us fill us in on what's been going on? Okay, so last
0: Thursday I was at the British Menopause Society Conference. It was probably about 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, so I was in a packed conference room. It was dark, it was quiet and I probably shouldn't have been scrolling with my phone, but I was. And I got a notification come up, which made me very excited because it was from the MP Rachel McLean. And Rachel has, has been and is very supportive of the aims of the Make Menopause Matter campaign. And the notification that Rachel sent was a letter from the education secretary uh, called Damian Hines. Who has confirmed that menopause is to be added as part of the new sex and relationships curriculum in every school? So, (laughs) so it's very exciting. Um, Unfortunately, because I was in this dark, dark quiet room, I couldn't let out a scream of (laughs) excitement. So, to quickly run out, I did. I had to gather myself together and run outside and have a little squeal to myself and then record a little 30 second video for, you know, social media to say how exciting it was. Um, Yeah, it was, it's just amazing, you know. I launched the campaign in October last year. So that's 9, so nine months. months. 9 months to have changed national legislation which is
1: incredible. It's just and particularly in light of the B word. Yeah, with Brexit being mm. just completely absorbing all of parliament's time. Absolutely it's so nice to happen. Yeah,
0: and I kind of thought, oh, do you know what, until this is sorted, nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But oh my goodness to see it in black and white was just so exciting and well it's
1: just gone mad from there um i, I don't so where have you been this tell everyone where mm. you've been this week so you may have all seen diane on on the news <laughs> in newspapers <laughs> um, so where have i been so on
0: i think it was friday i got a call from the team at bbc breakfast which is in manchester which is in manchester which is up in salford um, to say could I travel up Friday night so that I could do breakfast the following morning so of course I said yes because it's such a huge opportunity and it's really funny because um when I sort of launched this, I said to Martin, so Martin, for any, everybody that doesn't know, is my husband. Um, I said to him, do you know what? I will know that we're getting some traction with this campaign when I'm sitting on the red sofa on BBC Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and there you were. So it was like a proper goal ticked off. Um, so that was great. Did you feel nervous? No, not at all. I was so excited. Did you have a makeup? Uh, you do get makeup yeah absolutely I mean you as anybody who's seen my hair knows it's mega short anyway so it's not a lot to do with my hair Um, but yeah you do so she said do you do you know what do you want me to do and I said well I don't really do makeup but I don't really want to be shiny (laughs) (laughs) so bless her heart she made me not shiny which was great Um, yeah so I did that and then the Daily Mail ran a piece on Friday um, which was good Um, And then this week I have done... So I think it was Monday. So on Monday I was speaking at a conference at the Metropolitan Police in London Mm -hmm. um, about menopause and mental health. And I went from there to Cambridge to do um, BBC Look East News Mm -hmm. on TV in the evening. So that was live in the studio. But... Below the TV studio is the radio studio. So I did BBC Cambridge just before. And I, and, I, and I did BBC Three Counties five minutes before that. So that, was, that wow. worked out really well. Um, what else have I done this week? I've done um, Woman's Hour. Mm-hmm. I did yesterday, which was great. Um, I've done BBC Three Counties again today um my local newspaper has run a piece about the campaign and about um an event that i'm running locally so which is the 21st of july 21st of july we're running a sort of understanding menopause your questions answered Mm -hmm. two-hour session and that's at dunstable theatre um, so if anybody wants to come to that, we've um, got the lovely
1: Jane. Yes, coming Jane's coming too, well.
0: which is brilliant. So Jane wrote me and my menopause and vagina. So if anybody wants to come along, um, menopausesupport.co.uk. You can find all the details there.
1: And also, um, everyone can find the links to your. BBC News appearances and um, the newspaper article on the Menopause Support Facebook page. Yes, all on yeah, 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 Yes. So yeah. there's
0: a public Menopause Support Facebook page and everything's on there at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's all that, which is great. Um, and then what else is going on <laughs> my head's a bit spun at the I'm moment not surprised. um but it's been brilliant it's because such momentum who thought there would be that much media interest
1: in menopause the which media is a storm it, well let's face it it's completely overdue Yeah, this has been needed for so long. So thank goodness for you and the hashtag Make Menopause Matter campaign. Which you can sign at (laughs) menopausesupport.co.uk. How many people have signed it now? Nearly 28,000. Come on, people, keep
0: sharing. (laughs) So the next next aim after this, um, or the next two aims, is to ensure that we get mandatory education for all our GPs in menopause is and crucially absolutely crucial because as much as you can do everything else mm-hmm. GPs are still the gatekeepers for the vast majority and if you can't get past your GP
1: then you to be left feeling completely helpless. Yeah,
0: unless you're in a financial position to go and find private help, which A, you shouldn't have to, no. and B, most people can't afford to. No, um, definitely not. And then the other one is to have mandatory guidance in all workplaces. So, so would that
1: be a similar, you know, when someone in the workplace is pregnant mm. and then they have to go through a mandatory yeah. kind of... So it would be a similar sort of like yeah. workplace assessment as Absolutely. As
0: yeah. So every workplace would have guidelines for if somebody comes in and says, you know, I've been to my doctor, I'm really struggling with menopause symptoms. They would say, okay, so let's sit down and talk about this. There would be reasonable, adju- small reasonable adjustments that mm-hmm. they can make. Um, you know, sort of it would be, this is how we're going to support you through this mm-hmm. rather than the situation we're in at the moment, which is where far too many women either feel too nervous to talk about it or too worried
1: to talk about it
0: or they just up and leave. Because
1: they just can't cope with a lot a lot of the women that come to the menopause club say they feel embarrassed in the workplace because they don't feel able to say to their line manager, I'm I'm going through your menopause, I feel ridiculously hot or I cannot remember what I used to, Mm. especially if you've been in a job role where you Mm. constantly remember stuff. Yeah. So with with the other two aims of the campaign Mm is there what's now going on to kind of push those further forward?
0: Right. Okay. So now with the workplace, there's actually quite a lot that's kind of happened organically. Um, so as you know, I go into quite a lot of organizations mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of educate them about menopause, etc. Um, I have several colleagues around the country who do a similar thing. Um, there is definitely a, I have another meeting in Westminster on the 24th of July, mm-hmm. which is the day before they break for recess. So nothing massive is going to come out of that. But actually, one of the reasons for that, cam, for that campaign, see, I said I was headless, um, <laughs> one of the reasons for that meeting is actually to discuss how we go forward with these next two aims. Well, um, okay. Now we already have Jackie Doyle Price, who is the health minister. So sorry, she's one of the health ministers. Um, she's already well aware of the issues around um, GPs and teaching, so she's on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will need to be having more meetings in Westminster with campaigning colleagues um, once they come back from recess to push recess this even for? harder. Uh, I think recess is, it's a bit like school holidays. <laughs> oh, yeah. that makes sense, doesn't it? I'm i think sure everyone
1: wants a break. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I think I think it's probably uh, until September. I think oh, okay. it's pretty much like school holidays, which probably works well, because I guess a lot of those MPs have got children. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's then to kind of refocus on okay so what do we need to do now um
1: for menopause in the workplace Mm. if so somebody's listening now and would love to have you go in and Mm. to liaise with the hr Mm. department to get you on board How how would you recommend that someone does that? Oh, simple. Just
0: uh, email me mm-hmm. um, info at okay. um, Say that you work for an organisation that would like to look at doing whether it's training for you know sort of team members, so female staff who would like to know how they can help themselves, or whether it's training for managers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also go in and do a similar thing to I do with private menopause clients, which is like one to ones. Um so sometimes it's that. But if you want any information, yeah, just email me on there and um I can come back to
1: you with something. Fantastic. Definitely. So um in light of the win yes. on the campaign. Woo-hoo! it's obviously <laughs> been reported in the press. So yeah you've been speaking about it. Mm-hmm. We did you see Loose Women? <laughs> I know. You, well, I know you saw Loose Women. Um, I didn't see it, so I didn't
0: see it live because I was somewhere else. Because obviously, it's uh, lunchtime. <laughs> but um, somebody did send me the a video clip that they'd recorded and said it just said you need to see this Is exclamation mark. <laughs> because.
1: I, I watched it, and I, I swear if I'd had a blood pressure monitor on, you mm. would have just seen it peak. Because, I mean, I think Andrea made a really good um, argument mm. and really supported what's, what's kind of been achieved. Mm. But I just felt really disappointed in the reaction. Yeah,
0: of I mean, I think Andrea, she is, she's very supportive of the campaign aims. She obviously had a horrible menopause experience herself, and she's written about it. Um, And, you know, sort of she does a lot to ensure that people are better informed, etc. So I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because it's television. So do you want four people who are going to sit on the same panel and all agree? No, you don't, because it doesn't make good television. Okay. So you know, kind of, you want you want to have you know some lively discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm I often wonder, do those people really think that, or is that for the is that for you know kind of is that for the audience? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing, and the other thing is, am I surprised? No, I'm not a bit surprised. It's sad. But I'm not a bit surprised because I don't think that if they really did think what they were saying, um, it was interesting because as you heard them go along, they were saying things like, well, my husband needs to know, not the children. And it's like, well, do you know what? If menopause had been included in RSE curriculum when your husband was 14, 15 or 16, he would know. He'd have that so, awareness yeah, there So actually, understand. you're knocking your own argument out of the park.
1: That's what really got me, was the husband comment. When I thought, well, yeah, if they'd been taught it in school, then you wouldn't be having the issue that you're having now because it's yeah. just having that awareness. And obviously, Jane said about children being overpowered with education. Mm. Well, actually, it's part... It's, it, you know, so many women will... explore every woman will mm. experience this... Mm. And it's a natural occurrence. Mm. And, they, you know, you also have the uh, percentage of the population that are going through premature ovarian insufficiency. Yeah. So you may have a young girl in secondary school that's experiencing menopause symptoms. Mm. They could talk about it and, and hear it in their lesson. And it mm. might then be the trigger for them to go home and say, Mum, Dad, you know, something's not quite right here. Yeah. So they, they should know about it. And especially so... That by opening up those menopause conversations at home, it means that if if the child were to broach that, the daughter or son were to broach that with their mum, it mm-hmm. could then open up other conversations at home.
0: Yeah, um, to be honest, I think that I think those comments completely missed the point mm. uh, completely, because you know, the point of it, as you've said, is opening up those conversations, but it's also it's about it's about stages of life, isn't it? So as you say, at 14, 15, 16, might you have parent, might you have a mother, a grandmother, a guardian, an auntie, Even a sister? going through it? Yeah, you might. As you grow up and go into the workplace, is it likely that you're going to be working with a woman who could be experiencing menopause? Yes, it is. It's very likely. Women are now 47 percent of you know, sort of the workforce. So it's highly likely you will. Is it then going to happen to either you or somebody that you live with or care about? Yes, it is. Um, So I think the thing that really interested me was the comment about frightening children. And I don't think I think it's about the way it's taught And I don't think it's about frightening at all. Because you could say the same for pregnancy or periods or sex education. Labour.
1: I remember watching a video on labour at school and I remember leaving and saying, I am never having a child. This is never going to happen to my body Mm. because why would you do that? I know you you then have your baby, but Mm. it absolutely, that's that's terrifying to watch if you're... Squeamish, yeah, so happen.
0: I think it's all about the way it's taught. And I think if these things are taught well, and that's the key, it has to be taught well. So I've written to Damien Hines, the education secretary oh, today, so to ask him what's going to be included in the module. who will be
1: involved in well play that's in that what I hope. want
0: to know because amongst the campaign team we have menopause experts we have menopause doctors we have we have teachers who have taught PHSE so the kind of former RSE um, so there's no reason why you know sort of an expert group couldn't put this together to make sure that it's factual evidence-based information and that it's taught in a way that's appropriate for 14, 15 and 16 year olds mm-hmm. Um. so I've written to him today to ask him what's going to be in it, can we, can we help with it because we'd be really pleased to um, and who's going to teach it, that's exactly. the other thing Um. So that's kind of that's a whole other strand but to be honest right now I just want to concentrate on the fact that those 28,000 people who've taken the time to sign and share the petition have all had a hand in this win it's you know it's I started way. it but it's not my campaign it's our campaign um and actually in a couple of podcast time maybe we could talk about the campaign expansion because there's actually some quite
1: exciting Ooh. news coming up about that too listening people <laughs> one other question about the um menopause being taught in schools mm. when is it going to be Does it well, start from next year the new curriculum
0: comes in what well, the new curriculum is mandatory mm-hmm. from september 2020
1: right okay so we so, have got a good time frame yeah, to yeah
0: absolutely so the new curriculum is mandatory in every school from 2020 um mm. so that kind of gives a good 12 months to get it
1: right it should be my i told my daughters who were 13 about the campaign win and they both cheered and grace <laughs> did a little dance which oh, i thought was very sweet bless them. and they said mum they should do a gcse bite size about menopause it'd be <gasps> great
0: and yes. I was like, yes.
1: So if anyone's listening... That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> because, you know, GCC size is what many, many children refer to. and that's use. a Even fantastic in idea. Even in me and Gracie's age, they're obviously in middle yeah. school. Um, so I think that would be a really good way. Oh, that's on the list, girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> brilliant. But a huge well done to you and to the team and to everyone that signed the campaign and if you haven't yet signed it... If you haven't, lovely people, yes. Please do so, because this is proof that it makes a difference. That, yeah. that minute that it takes just to sign up and put your name on there, um, it really does make a difference. So, you know, Diane and the team have achieved one aim. Let's, let's get the other two going. Yeah, channel your inner pankhurst. Yes, <laughs> yes, you can be part of the change. <laughs> But well done. I, I hope you've uh, celebrated with lovely Martin. I have celebrated and yeah, I'm absolutely
0: thrilled. But as I say, it's not, you know, kind of I started it, but now it's our campaign and it's a movement and it's to improve the lives of everybody going forward. And that's the key.
1: And it's so vitally needed. It really is. Right. So... As always, if you wanted to contact us or send your congratulations to everybody, (laughs) you can email us on hello at menopausepodcast at hotmail.com co.uk she's looking, looking at, at me like, <laughs> Co. UK. Oh, i think it is yeah i'm i'm just like not on this planet today um, and <laughs> or you can you can contact diane at menopause support yeah
0: menopause support.co.uk um the email address is info at menopause support.co.uk yeah
1: and as always have a great week and we shall see you soon bye bye